This episode is sponsored by our amazing Fujicon sponsor, Rotten Blossoms. Rotten Blossoms is an LGBTQ plus positive publishing company focused on localizing self-published Japanese BL, yaoi, shonenai works for the Western market. Thank you, Rotten Blossoms. In the effort of transparency and fairness, some of our group members who may or may not be participating in this episode may work for sponsors and or in the broader industry. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are their own and do not represent the views and opinions of their employers. Additionally, any sponsorship Yale Garden or Fujokan receives from these organizations is handled by our PR rep, and our members with industry ties have no role in soliciting or obtaining these sponsorships. Now on to the podcast. Hello, welcome to the 801 Reviewed. I'm your host, Curio, and I'm here with my co-host, Izora, today, and we're going to be discussing Bad Boys Happy Home, and it's a three-volume manga story by Showa, art by Hiromasa Okujima, and it's available from Sublime. Izora, would you tell us a little bit about the storyline without spoilers? Of course. Uh, life sucks. and a high school bad boy akimatsu needs an outlet for his pent-up frustrations seven is a homeless guy living in a nearby park and is just the outlet that akimatsu is looking for soon he finds himself heading to the park every day just to pick a fight even though he never wins so when seven ends up kicked out of his favorite sleeping spot Akimatsu decides there's only one possible solution to retain his fighting partner. Invite Seven to live with him. (laughs) As you do. Yes. Uh, And now I'm going to give you guys a couple of the themes and tropes. Warning, these sound a lot worse than the book really is. It's really lighthearted. It's very, yes, it's very just what the description gave. It's Mm lighthearted, funny, but... Some of the themes in it are pretty dark, even though the story itself is not. So our themes and tropes are teens. They're teenagers, hormonal boys, homophobia, sex work, child abuse, torture, rape, drugs, murder. I warned you. (laughs) It sounds really dark. (laughs) It really does, but it's... I don't know. I feel like you and I have gushed about this and we were so excited when the volumes were coming out and I have all three and I I just reread them not too long ago and and when you do start trying to describe it to people you're like, "Oh, man." Uh but trust me, it's really fun. Like you laugh a lot. Oh. Yes. Oh. But so what did you like about it, Izora? I really liked how how real it is like i don't read a lot of bls that really make me feel like oh god these are real teenage boys they're gross Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yes but yeah this one this one made me feel like that (laughs) i was like oh these are real boys oh my god they're fighting because they can (laughs) it very much and that's something i liked about it too and i'm just honestly a sucker for anything like delinquent or yakuza or anything that's like kind of a bad boy but you know that they have a good heart underneath but it really you're like these are teenage boys and these are what teenage boys would do it's very realistic it's very 
it's very funny. It mm-hmm. has a really good way of dealing with really heavy topics, but they really show a lot of the humor and a lot of the sweet moments and, and some of the art or some of the pieces. <laughs> you're just like, oh my god. It doesn't ever take itself too seriously. Like, it balances it out really well. Yes. Oh. And what do you think could have made it better? Ooh. Um, I want an anime, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, no. Oh, there's one thing that really annoyed me. Um, so when Sublime brought this over from the Japanese copies, the Japanese copies looked all nice and pretty. And this is petty. This isn't anything big. This is, <laughs> this is a petty dislike. But they put ugly, bright red and black letters all over the front cover. And I'm like, this doesn't even match the rest of the style. Like, why did you do this? So, yeah, my biggest problem is the copy. <laughs> it could have been better. <laughs> the design. <laughs> it deserved better. Like, I'm happy that we have the official releases in English, but I agree with you that, like, it, it kind of has that, like, graphic design is my passion mm-hmm. kind of, like, vibe to it. So, eh. yeah. one thing that I kind of gripe about with the story is I like the ending. But there were some big moments where I was kind of like, would they have gotten off so easily at some parts? I, mm-hmm. There were some that I was kind of like, this seems like it's ending a little too easily. And I, I guess I didn't feel like some really big things got wrapped up in a satisfying way for me. That it was some of kind of like the darker issues that happened in the story. And it just kind of... It, it just didn't have the kind of satisfying end I was hoping for. But, you know, when you finish it, I still love it. I still have all three of them. I still reread these on a pretty consistent <laughs> basis. So I still love it. That's my only little gripe is that I was like, maybe if we had a little bit more time, that would have been fleshed out. Yeah. But I can see that. I still really loved it. I can see yeah. that. I feel like they were given three titles or three volumes and mm-hmm. they were like, I have to make it fit um, instead of like. Because it's it feels like right when you get into the meat of like the real drama. Because before that, it's all like happy home fluff stuff, and then when right, you get into right. like the deep parts, you're like, oh, and we have to wrap this up. And I'm like, yeah, but I I wanna I wanna get into it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It felt like they brought in all these really big things, and then I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna get how Seven feels about this, and how some other characters feel about this, and like kind of get more of their backstory and how how they're dealing with it and you know I'm kind of like okay this is great and I'm happy that the, you know everyone's kind of ending up in a somewhat happy place uh, but they also need to probably go to therapy <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like okay like you know there's just some parts that I was like mm. like okay like I really feel like if we had a fourth volume it would have wrapped up a little bit cleaner but I'm 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 happy with where it ended (laughs) how is this similar and how does it stand out from some of the other BL you've read I know that we have generally like similar reading tastes for a lot of (laughs) things so I'm curious to see your thoughts on this so when I I don't know when I think of BL I I kind of think of like all the tropes and this one Mm -hmm. is very much not a lot of those if it didn't have the romance parts in it it could literally be a shonen like yes (laughs) and it's even drawn by an author that's very shonen-esque style 
And so it, it didn't really give me the same kind of feel a BL does, which mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed. But I could see this also if you're just into BL, that could turn you off. But it's refreshing. It's different. It's not something I see in BL. Even with the titles that are more like Oyaji, where they're like men, mm, it still mm-hmm. has that BL-esque essence. And this one doesn't. This one is very much teenage boys, like the like the whole like tissues being everywhere and you know that they've just jacked <laughs> yes. off. You're like, yeah, that's yes. that's teenage boys. Just <laughs> constantly getting sweaty and thinking about like masturbating and having <laughs> sex. And yeah. I completely agree. And I, I've had many moments where I, especially how they draw the characters, there are some moments that you're like, oh, okay, there's, you know, they're really attractive. But then they draw them in moments that I'm like, uh, this is, it's, <laughs> it doesn't make them look attractive at all. And it's really goofy and it's really almost gross sometimes. Yes. And it does give off like this is, this kind of almost feels like a shonen. And, and I really enjoy that because sometimes it's like, you know, try and make, them look super beautiful and attractive and alluring and sexy and it's like no these boys are just gross like they're just teenage (laughs) boys and they have their good moments but then they have their crusty moments (laughs) and and it does a really good job of showing that and they're also like one of them isn't like super emotional or weak or you know has the more like feminine qualities that sometimes um like an uke could have that it's like no they're both muscular they're both they both fight each other constantly like they're it's a very kind of like equal relationship and i I really enjoyed it it's like a breath of fresh air but i can see this not being everyone's uh cup of tea (laughs) but on that topic who would you suggest this to like who do you think if they liked a certain title that they might like this oh so i think um well it came out on Futakia and we, or no, it came out on Renta mm-hmm. and now it's going to be published by Sublime because they just picked it up. Megumi to Sugumi. Oh, yes. The Omega that's super delinquent boy. Yeah. That, I think if you like that story, this one isn't an Omega story, but it's very much delinquent with the heart of gold kind of style. And I think you would like that took one of mine that oh i'm so i'm so excited about that one that one's one of my favorite this definitely has very similar vibes to fourth generation head by scarlet barico in that there are some heavier themes and i would say that one's a little bit darker Mm -hmm. but it has the same kind of two people kind of coming together and balancing the dark with the light moments and I don't know. I really like that one. And I also think that the, um, I believe it's the Korean comic, Legs That Won't Walk, also deals with kind of like the darker, kind of delinquent Yakuza kind of vibe. So if you like either of those or if you liked this one, I think that would be a good match. Ooh, also Long Exposure. Ooh, Long Exposure. That's another yes. good one. That's a web That's another comic. good one. Yes. They also are not portrayed as beautiful. Yes. And that's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're seeing that a little bit more. I'm glad that we're, like, letting them have these kind of, like, uglier, more real <laughs> moments. I really, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, Ukes aren't just hairless, beautiful, like, mm-hmm. seals that... <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, they're men. <laughs> 
let them be crusty sometimes. Yeah. Let them let them be teenage boys and all that that encompasses. So, but I think with that we're at our end. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the 801 Reviewed. If you would like to learn more about us, check us out on our website, blgardendfw.com, or check us out on Twitter at blgardendfw. In addition, please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. We really appreciate it. We appreciate every single last one of you guys. And until next time, this is your host, Curio, with my co-host, Izora, signing out. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much to Rotten Blossoms again for sponsoring this episode. We'd also like to thank our patrons, Barb Colt, Christina Coleman, Joy Kiss, Ray, Crystal Marie, Embo Snoodler, Carlise Williams, Puck, CJ, Angie Fick, Marina Carlson, Anna, BL Compilations, Kendra Lawrence, Kezizi, and Courtney Brocker. Thank you so much.